Love Talk Radio. Hey there. Nope. Th- thanks for clicking on us. We appreciate it. We are the Larcher and Lawrence in Sports Show. It's a podcast on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. We uh, we record this live to podcast, so uh, we don't edit it. You can listen to it live. You can listen to it later. When you listen live, just find us over on blogtalkradio.com. We don't have blogs. Al and I, we're not writing right now. No. But, uh, but we're on blog talk radio. It's a, it's a talk radio format. It's a verbal blog. There you go. If you will. It's all in the name, blog talk radio. Well, we record it Thursday nights at 6 p.m. It's live recording. So that means that you can give us a call. At 888-787-4827 if you'd like. 888-787-4827 if you are listening live on January 1st, 2015 at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, lovely. Uh, you can text us. Yeah, we got a text line, 773-559-5189. And here tonight, episode 109. No social media guy in here tonight? No, he... Uh, it's, it, uh, he works, he has another job, Yep. and it's with uh, Grubhub, I think I could say that. I, I, I think, think you can. I don't, I don't see why we can't. And uh, tonight's one of their busiest nights of the year. I would imagine. It's, it's like, got to be. It's one of those things like you don't think about, like you don't think about Memorial Day being so busy, unless you or Veterans Day, unless you work in a cemetery. And I think he's running the calls, right? I think so. J fucking B. I think he's taking calls, like customer concerns and whatnot. Yeah. That's good. That's got to be great. Have you ever had a problem ordering through uh, Grubhub? I don't. I don't think I, nothing to call to about. With, uh, nothing to call about. I did. Did you really? Yeah. I ordered a pizza and like I was starving. It was one of those days where you like, you know what? I'm gonna. This was before my diet. This was before lap yeah, band. I got it. Yeah. And I just, I just wanted a pizza. Okay. And like I, I, I craved it all day, and finally I ordered it. And I ordered it. It was like eight o'clock. Like nine thirty rolls around. There's okay. still no pizza. And, uh, you know, I start hitting up, your order's on the way, your order's on the way, and I'm te- they text you. You know, your order's, I text back. I'm like, my order isn't coming. I'm like, this, this is BS. Right. Yeah. And they're like, okay, sir, we'll check into it, we'll check this into it. This is all it. via text. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, don't, I don't talk to people. Okay. I don't, you know, yeah. communication's yeah, overrated. So, um... So I'm texting back. Makes for a hell of a co-host. And I'm like, you know, hey, you, you guys, you really need to uh, figure this out because I need my pizza, okay? And uh, they're like, okay. They, they they text me back. They're like, hey, we just talked to the place. They missed your order. They're they're putting it in now. It's on its way. So Grubhub ended up crediting me. I think double the price. The price. Uh, I didn't pay for that meal, oh, not and bad. I got the same amount in credit. Yeah. yeah. Which I think I could use anywhere. Okay, so not just yeah. that place because you know the pizza did come and it was it was it was cold. I uh, I just got a forty eight counts of uh, Keurigs delivered to the office on the house because they never showed up after uh, two weeks. And it was supposed to be there in like three four days. Well, you gotta have your coffee. I mean, I, that's... I didn't even ask them to credit me forty eight. You get forty eight Keurigs given to you. Yeah. I didn't even ask. They didn't even tell me they were sending them. They came. That's liquid no gold. No charge. No charge. Oh, it's amazing. That shit's expensive. Gotta have it. Uh, I, we are on Twitter at Larcher Lawrenson. My partner here is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. My name is Clark Lawrenson. And uh, I'm at Clark in Chicago Clark, on that Twitter. Clark Ronald. I'm on Instagram. Lawrence. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say that too. When's your birthday? June 9th. June 9th. Are you going to write that one down just to hold on to it? Uh, he's larger than life on Twitter and on uh, Instagram as yeah. well. 
Thanks for listening. So what would you do uh, for New Year's? Did you... Look for us on iTunes. Subscribe to Subscribe. It. Hit the subscribe button. It don't cost you nothing. Praise God. You got yeah. Ha- Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, Al, to me. Yeah. What I did was I did a couple JR impersonations, much okay. like yours there. Yeah. Uh, we went and had dinner over at Crosby's Kitchen. Crosby Stills uh, in Nash's Kitchen. You, you're in by there? Yes. Yeah, no stills. Yeah. No, they well, weren't around. Young, without Young there, it's not any good. I have an album up there that's all four of them. Nice. Yeah. Crosby still did they only did they only did a couple, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think before especially before Young left. Right, 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 right. Anyway, Crosby's kitchen. It was good. They, they, Great meal. Southern Cross, right? In the yeah. Southern Crown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I had a prime rib. Delicious. And then uh Laura and I came back here uh and watched uh, Back to the Future Two. To ring in 2015. Okay, that's uh, a cute little movie. Well, you saw everybody posting. It filled up my news feed. People posting. By the way, in 10 minutes, we're all going to be supposed to be dressing like this. Yeah. Did you see that meme? Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot. I I don't care. Yeah, I I didn't care either. That movie is. uh, It's amazing. Extremely overrated. It's hilarious. No, it was was underrated. Everything Michael J. Fox did. Anything in the box office. All right, that's enough. Uh, Michael J. Fox is one of the most overrated actors of all time. He is very good at like. Being a kid, redhead who yeah. screams and and stuff. Brilliant. Doesn't really scream, but like his voice cracks. He's what Macaulay Coughlin could have been. Macaulay Coughlin would have been all right. I mean, uh, come on. You know, when you you talk about that generation, there were two guys who played young guys really well, and it was Tom Hanks and it was Michael J. Fox. And then other God, guy, yeah, God punished Michael J. Fox, and look at the oh, success. All right. Uh, Tom Hanks has had the success he has. He's kind of a he's kind of a, a joke, is what he is. Who Tom Hanks? Yeah. He's oh, one he's of the. Oh, you said Hanks. I yeah. was Tom Cruise. I'm way off. No, I mean, Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. What do you want? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tom Hanks, I dig him. Yeah. He's, he's into typewriters. The Nerdist. Oh, my. The Nerdist podcast yeah. sent him a typewriter and typed out on it, they invited him onto their podcast. Do you think? And that's how they got him onto the podcast, because he sent him a really nice old typewriter. So that's all we got to do. When I retired from the death industry, they gave me my typewriter. They gave you your typewriter? Yeah, it's in my car right now. So maybe we should just go grab it, type Were up a... Uh... Do any of them use typewriters? I'm the, I, apparently, I'm the only person left in America who still enjoys a good typewriter. Do you require that at work? Huh? Do, do you... Yeah, there were things I had to type up death cards. What's going on with your, your mic stand over I don't know. I, it's geez. loose. It's a little loose. It's 2015. I don't know what it's the hell's bad. going on. I... The future is now. Well, you woke up. You made it. I will go. I, I, you made it to the year 2015. Had a party last night with Ogre. Yeah, you did. Don Gibb, uh, yeah. the great uh, Ogre, one of the nicest guys in the world. Good. And then I went on. Uh, I went on his IMDb, and you know how they have like the postings underneath, like a bunch of people posting comments and stuff. Yes. Um, everyone was like, "Why isn't he in Sons Anarchy?" I was wondering the same damn oh, thing. Oh, people were writing that on there. Yeah. Oh, he'd have been perfect. He would, it would have been. He would, how he was cast it? In. Was he, he uh, did the Capital One thing get too jokey, and is nerds too jokey? I don't know. You know what? There's guys who, you know what, they play a part. They're, they, they're in a yeah. movie. Like, look at Captain Kirk, okay? You go, you make a movie, you're Captain Kirk, and then for years he doesn't want to be Captain Kirk. Right, right, right. Well, right. other guys are embracing it. You know, Scotty, he's running around, I am Scotty, and everyone loves him. And people, uh, the kid who did, um, what? Scotty. What is, yeah, Star Trek. What's that dopey movie with the the nerdy kid from a couple years ago? Kai? Harry Potter. No, 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 no. Like, hey, guys. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Hater. John Hater. Uh, the Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. 
He plays that character perfectly, yeah, that, and then and that's now all he, he doesn't want to do and it. He, and he doesn't. No, yeah. then he refuses. He doesn't want to be that character anymore. Well, what's he going to do? do? Well, I mean, the movie was the movie. Embrace There's it. There's no reason to make another embrace movie. Embrace it. What it. I'm saying is when but these guys are great characters, they should embrace it. And Ogre, is, he still runs around and yells nerds and has fun with it. You're right. The guy always it's has true. a smile on his face. Yeah. I mean, he's just the nicest guy in the world. I wanted to come by before we came back and watched the movie. Like, we wanted to, yeah. and I was I was exhausted. Except was he crazy. hit me with a microphone. I, I wanted to come, and I didn't just want to walk in just to... Um, I didn't want to walk in just to do an, another thing. And um, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no problem. Um, you good? Yeah, well, my eyes are a little hurting. Oh, that's all right. Um, yeah, he hit me with a microphone. So that no, I didn't want to be in there. Ogre right did? on the head with the microphone. Why? He was just being ogre. What'd you do? He was being ogre, and then Billy the door guy rushed over to defend me, but then he realized ogre is still, like, massive human being. Right, right, right. Even though he's 60, so Billy backed away. Oh, was he mad? No, no, no. I mean, we were just... Did Billy think he was mad? No, no. Everyone was just dicking around. It was New Year's Eve. But, it was a party. But Billy was, I was like, Dick Clark for the cool. evening. Yeah, how was, your, how was your experience as Dick Clark? Well, I've been doing... Uh, this is my third year, I think, doing the Rockin' Karaoke Ball. Yeah. Another, another another good year? Yeah, we dropped the fish twice. Oh, yeah, you guys are dropping a fish for the Key West time. I made one mistake. Key During the Key, Key West, Bar. after the Key West, the, you know, Todd's like, hey, you got Old Anxine loaded up? I'm like, yeah. We dropped the damn fish. I hit play on Old Anxine. Old Anxine's playing, and Todd's like, what the hell is this? And it it was bad. It was a bad version. I thought, I thought who the hell knows how good Old Anxine yeah. is? So I grabbed. I figured Susan Boyle probably would do that song justice. Oh my! She's a goodness. big fat lady like Adele, and yeah. you know she sings like an angel. Oh my goodness! Well, she it was How horrible. Was it slow? It was and slow and, out and terrible and very you know. Susan Boyle. Ooh, so, traditional. You can never go wrong with traditional on that song no. on that night. In it's the failsafe. So then I loaded up the Kenny G version for the uh, for the midnight drop what? for our time. Was and, that even slower? And with 20 seconds before the countdown, Todd turns to me and he goes, yeah, that old anxiety was terrible. Why don't you play like Celebration or something? So now I'm quickly trying to type into the computer Celebration. With the 10, people are yelling, 9, 8. I got the fucking uh, fish in my hand. We got to do oh the fish drop. Oh, my goodness. I, I, we, there was a little slow on the fish. I think Todd ripped the fish out of my hand and dropped it himself. Well, uh, I, I got a little uptown funk going. Nice. So, yeah. Nice job. Yeah. You made it happen. We made it. It, it the, seemed The seamless. masses were happy. Yes, they were ready to roll, it. and things were good to happen. Whoo! What a no. nightmare. Oh, man. So, that, I mean, that was a good time. It was fun. <sighs> and then I watched uh, the Pee Wee Herman uh, Christmas special. I don't know if you saw that. I missed the Pee Wee Herman. It's on Netflix. Special. It's from, like, 1988, and it's the Christmas special that aired when we were a kid, and it is um, Oprah's in it. Wow. And he's so he's so brilliant. Like, uh, you know, you could tell, like, they asked everybody just to send in, like, something. So Oprah did, like, a, um, you know, she sent in a video, like, hey, Pee-wee, this is Oprah. Thank you so much. And what, what Pee-wee did is he put it on, like, the big sc- the screen, like, in his phone booth. Like, it was a video call in. And, like, you know, Oprah would be talking and Pee-wee would be like, oh, okay. And then, like, he would walk away and Oprah would still be talking. And it was, it was just great. Okay. Yeah. I recommend it. I'll... I'll give it a I'll give it a look. Oh, Why and not? then by the way, the Bears fired their coaching staff and uh, what happened? The Bears they fired their coaching staff the and Chicago GM. Bears. Yeah, yeah, that Jeez. happened too while we were gone. 
I don't know. That's kind of uh, no, sports hey, related. And shortly here, uh, we're going to actually be talking to our old friend Jason Ferrari. Oh, beautiful. About what they're doing now with the search. I think uh, what, he moved to Wisconsin and become a Packer fan. He's in Madison. He's a straight-up diehard Packers fan All right, at well, this point. Um, I might have to join him. Why? Because the Bears are horrible. You told me you were ready to. Didn't you think that they were going to announce that there was going to be somebody running the show on the football side of things? Like, Ted Phillips going to continue on the business side. He's been with them for 30 years well, or whatever. here's the Didn't deal. Did you expect to see the Chicago Bears do that? No, they're very loyal. They're very loyal, and Ted Phillips is like family. And here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, I heard uh, Dave Wanstad. What is going on on that TV? Is he heading back there? Uh, uh, anyways. <laughs> what was going There's, on? Yeah, I know. There's some kink going on. I'm not sure what Lauren's watching in the living room. Well, so, anyways, this... Um, this Dave Wanstad, he used to be with the Bears. Uh, yeah, he has a mustache. Yeah, he was on one of the local morning shows, and he yeah. basically, he's like, hey, listen, I, you know, Ted Phillips never, he, he didn't challenge football questions. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not in the meetings like, hey, we got to draft this guy. We got to get Shane McClellan in here. Or he's not the guy saying, hey, we don't need Shane McClellan. He's right. just there. He's in the room. You know, yeah, he approves or disapproves things, but it, it's, not, it's not the football stuff. The numbers stuff, right? Exactly. So, and I, that's that's his that's what he does. I mean, I think it's just a title more than it is anything else as far as football goes. So then they they once again uh, a couple of years ago when they were hiring Tressman, they they had hired a firm to help them find him. Yeah. But right now they've gone to just um, w- one person. Yeah. Uh, Ernie Acorsi. Ernie like Acorsi. Yeah, Acorsi. Yeah. Long Acorsi. time. He he drafted Johnny Unitas. Yes. Um, I think that, he was in. The, he was with the Giants. He knew Sid Luckman. He um yeah he he was he ran the Giants for seventeen thousand yeah. years. Um, he, he actually he scouted football. He actually scouted Jesus when Jesus was okay. in his college years. Good. Yeah. So nice. I mean, this guy goes back a long time. Yeah. He's he's older than a dinosaur's fart. I okay. mean, the guy is. Uh, I mean, what are we doing? I, I don't even know anymore. I don't know if this is good. I don't know if this is bad. I'm actually re- thinking maybe we shouldn't have fired. Uh, if Ernie, Amory. of course, he can walk on on water, or if he can turn water into wine. Then we're good to go. He'd be popular at parties. I think so. Um, is that what he's going to do? We need a guy who's going to be there the whole time. We need a guy who's going to walk on water. I mean, a consultant's fine. Why people, he's going to hire the guy. A lot, a lot of people talking right now about Doug Marone. Yeah. And and I'm not too excited no. about that. No, no, we're not uh, Doug Marone. You know what? Everyone's, Ballard is the talk for uh, GM. Okay. And he, we're interviewing him this weekend. People say nobody has told me why I should be excited about this guy. This guy worked for uh, Ballard's the the feller from uh, Kansas, City. Kansas City. He worked for uh, who's the guy we had by the uh, the Italian fella Angelo. Right. He worked under Angelo. Okay. He worked under Emery for God's sakes. So this guy's worked under our last two GMs, and they were both they weren't horrible, but they, they weren't the greatest. So okay. what what is this? I don't want this. I want something new. I want something fresh. Yeah. And I realize because we uh, we hired a dinosaur, we're not going to get the young hip kid in here, which is fine. That's okay. But let's get somebody experienced to which I don't even know exists. Everyone says that. Let's get experience. Let's get experience. There's no experience in the GM world. You're either a good GM and you're working, you're either an old GM and retired, or you're dead. Right. The bad GMs get fired and they they drift away. They go back to scouting, like Emery. He's going to go back to scouting. And and that's exactly how that's going to go. It, it just seems like Phillips. And uh, and McCaskey, they're having their press conference. That they, they still don't know what to do. 
And Virginia McCaskey's pissed off. Oh, I loved it. That was the highlight of that day. Uh, I don't know. Come on. It just felt so measured, too. Was it just pushed? She's... He paused. He took a drink. No, you didn't see it. Oh, he, he took, took a, a drink? He took a drink out of his bottle of water. Okay. It's like it was drama-filled, ready to roll. Yeah. I mean, and she, it said, she's pissed off. He seemed like a good actor. That's all it seemed to me. He, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like bad. one of the guys from the uh, Walter E. Smith commercials. Yes, he does. Uh, and he's been he's, he's played a father on how many television shows? Uh, usually in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not excited about Ballard. I, there's a couple. G, there's a couple coaches that I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'll, I'll be happy when we have a head coach. So that Doug Marone fella up in Buffalo yeah. opted out of the contract, right? And he's still going to get. He's going to get four million dollars this year from the Bills, whether or not he's coaching in the league next year. I thought if he if, if he, gets, he gets tired, yeah, he's still getting the four million. I thought it cancels out of that. Not point. with this. Well, that's four million. Not with this. It's all right. Are you kidding me? That's good. I mean, I wish that, I wish some I wish when I worked at the cemetery they would have given me that option. You know, if a new general manager came in, I get to leave and they get to pay me for the year. I would have taken that in a heartbeat. I would say, all right, sure. Yeah. Spend some time looking for a new job and uh, you know, living the fun employment lifestyle once again. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. Do, do you like that guy? Who? The the Bears are interviewing him. Uh, that fellow Marone. 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 I don't know. I, he was. A, I mean, the Buffalo beat us. True. So, I mean, he's at least better than Tressman. Everyone's saying Jets, though. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a deal worked out. I think he is going yeah. to Jets. Hey, uh, let's take a quick call from uh, from Elijah, who okay. was on with us last week. Uh, we got Ferrari. Jason Ferrari, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be joining us in a couple more minutes after that. Oh, lovely. Yeah. But uh, let's go out to uh, – hello, Elijah. How are you, brother? Gentlemen, love you. Love your show. Let me tell you, this has turned into a bigger clusterfuck. You didn't get rid of the one problem, which was Whoa. Phillips. This guy is single-handedly – screwing the franchise. And I agree with Al. The, the, the fact that he said Virginia McCaskey's pissed off, give me a break. I don't want a pissed off old woman. I want a good goddamn football team. There you go. I don't, Would you have been I don't care if this Ted woman. Phillips, if Ted Phillips had said he's taken a step back and they're going to hire a football guy that is his equal, a president, much like as everyone's been saying up at Wrigley Field, they, they did that with the Cubs, with Theo, would you have been happy with that if, if Phillips had taken a step back? Yes. This guy is not made a good – and you know what You know what he said? in the, Yes, I would want a football guy to answer your question. And two, yes, this in, – in the interview or when they're doing the press conference, you can clearly hear Ted Phillips saying when they said, is Ernie going to be making the choice or is he going to be consulting and this and that? And he says, no, we will be making the choice, meaning Phillips and McCaskey. He I'm telling la- you guys. He, he laughed at it, as a matter of fact. He's a, <laughs> yep. no, he's he's not, at the it. old man's not making a choice. He can't because he's senile. Yeah. Um, but either, regardless, they're going to oh. make the choice. They, 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 I don't, I'm not concerned about that. If they get the right information and they interview the right people and they hire the right guy. But I don't know what the right guy is. I, you, you can't tell me what a good general manager is. And, and uh, Al, I completely agree with you when you say good GMs, they don't have jobs. But the other thing that irritated me about that press conference was that when Ted Phillips to say, oh, well, who, who are you hearing that's going to be a, a good GM? Or who, who are you hearing from? He goes, oh, I have a lot of trusted people uh, who work, who, who are in the NFL, and I trust their opinion. You really think that these guys are going to tell you what they really think of the good people so you can snatch them up? Dude, he is so full of shit. We are back to square one. We're going to have – they're going to get a new GM. They're going to get a new coach, and I don't expect any changes. And the other stories that pissed me off, too, 
One, the whole Rod Marinelli thing. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, oh, yeah. We just caught uh, more more news came out on that. We had thought that Marinelli left because of uh, loyalty straight up to Lovey, but he was going to stay anyway. Is, is that he what was going talk- to stay anyway. And not yeah. only was he going to stay, he was in the interview process of the coaches. And, and, then and, he told him, he, and his three choices were Bruce Arians and Mark Trustman was a distant third. And the funny thing was, if Bruce Arians uh, was, came on as the coaching staff, he did not want to keep Marinelli in as his coordinator. How bears is that? You have a guy interviewing another guy who's going to lose his job, and that guy picks the guy who, where he loses his job. And they still pick Mark Trustman. A total clusterfuck, man. They're making it a democratic system, which a football team and a franchise should not be. Well, and, and that's why they got to start talking to people who actually know how to run a football franchise. Start paying attention to these other teams that are doing it right. I mean, there are tons of teams out there. Uh, of course, he, the guy that you're saying is a bit too old, Al, he, he's been doing it for a long time. And that group, they know what it takes to run a football franchise. Yeah. In the bull, the, Give me the, somebody the, from the Green Bay Packers. I want somebody out of that. That's, that's the team I am going to be emulating. I want somebody out of the Green Bay Packers camp. I mean, that's if, if it's the right guy. All I want is the right guy, and I don't know who the right guy is. So I, I you know, do, do, but everyone, do you even think that they have the ability to okay. pick the right guy? I don't. Yeah. The guy under the GM and the Ravens is the 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 main guy, the guy everybody wants, but he's not going anywhere. This go this happens every year. Everybody says, well, everyone should get him, and no one even knows if he's any damn good. But because he comes from the Ravens, they assume so. But he's not going anywhere. He's the vice president there. He's happy. He's waiting for the president yeah, I mean, to die. Yep. I mean, I don't even I don't even give them the benefit. I mean, if you want to get a consultant, I didn't even think a consultant was a good idea. You listen to the score and a few people who know it way better than I do. They say, "Oh, Ernie's a great pick. It's good to have this consultant." Okay, fine. I'm with it. I'm I'm with it. But then when I heard Phillips open up his fat fucking mouth and say, no, I'm going to be making the decision, this guy's a dickhead. Give him a calculator and a pad of pencil and tell him to go do some accounting shit and leave the football stuff to the people that know what they're doing. Elijah, thank you so much. It's always great to hear from you, brother. Uh, I love that passion, and I, I think we're, we're pretty much right on board with you, my friend. Thank you so much for Nothing, the call. There's, Mark, Mark graced my words, there will be no change. All right, I, I there there it will be change, you've, but you've told us before. You, you'll probably tell us again. I, here's what I told you: told us before with with Tressman. You're you're probably right again. So be it. Thanks again for the call. We're uh, we're gonna go on to our friend uh, Jason Ferrari coming up here next. Al, mm. before we do that, yeah, I know you had a really big thing that you wanted to say. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, that was that was an improv uh, pimp for you there. Oh, I needed a second to go over here. Oh, to, to well, cue okay. something up on here. You, you want to cue something up with a Ferrari? You got <laughs> you got big plans over there? Yeah, I, I, I straight up did that. I'm like, well, now we'll go back to Second City training. It's just pimp your friend if you're if you're caught. Yeah, well, that's what I went with there. Again, sorry. I don't know who the general manager is going to be. I don't know what a good general manager is. I mean, I know I could do the job because, I, of course, I have uh, Madden titles to tell me so, and uh, you know, I, he's brilliant at front office football, but. When it comes to hiring, I mean, we don't, you don't know what that guy's going to be until he's in the position. And again, there's not a lot of people who have had that position in the past that are sitting out there. And if they are, it's because they're bad. You know who's sitting out there right now? 
Jerry Angelo. Yep. You want Jerry Angelo? I mean, he's out there. He, I mean, that's a guy with experience who did the job. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at other teams, Jerry Angelo, well, or finding a new guy. You I'm, went on a limb last time. I listen, Clark. I thought you said you needed me to do to I talk did. here. Now keep, I'm talking. Rolling. Now you're ready to you're ready to jump in and do what you got to do. I'm trying to make a goddamn point. Do do what you got to do. What what do? Yeah. I don't even remember anymore. Now you got my heart racing. Well, that was a great point. Speaking of what you're talking about, listening to the Packers, we have uh, the newest uh, one of the newest residents of Madison, Wisconsin, uh, the new biggest Packers fan. Uh, that we've had on the show in a long time. Jason Ferrari, long time not to talk to you. It's good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, not a Packers fan. Let's settle down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just assume that you, you changed the address and it just has to happen. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you guys know me forever. I love football forever. I've been a Bears fan forever. I happen to move north, but that's not going to change what I'm all about. You know that. Come on. Uh, Come course. on, man. There's, no. there's a list of about five guys that I have that if if they move north of that border – that are obviously going to remain Bears fans, but I just got to feel for you a little bit. Al, if you if you lived in Green Bay, I'd feel the same way. I'd be a Packer fan. Would you? Yeah. You just make yeah. the change. He's done. He's done. I mean, you know what? I, I believe in supporting the team you live by locally. <laughs> now, still in my heart. Hey, man, Al, Al, it's good to hear from you, buddy. How you doing, man? Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year to you. <laughs> happy New we Year, my friend. Like, honestly, Clark and I talk you know, on – Facebook Messenger every now and again, but you and I haven't talked since the last show we did. So, man, it's good to hear from you. Yeah, uh, same to you. That was a yeah, lovely was, voice. That was the NFL draft, was it? Wasn't yeah, that right? Actually, Sorry, it was yeah. Last time you were with us? Jesus. Yeah, that was too long. I'm sorry. It, well, I mean, like, uh, we've obviously all seen each other at uh, Trader Todd's, but, yeah, not not in radio since the draft show. No, it, yeah, way, way too long. All it took was you to move out of town, and then the draft came to us. <laughs> man. Uh, I know. I was just uh, I was texting back and forth with uh, McCaffrey last night, saying I come to Wisconsin, come hang out, so I can talk football, like actual football, with somebody that's not Wisconsin based. He's like, I, I can't. Damn it! <laughs> come on, man. <sighs> anyway, how's so, the show been going? Actually, you know, honestly, I've listened to a bunch of your shows. After the fact, I haven't been able to listen live because I'm usually working. But uh, yep. you guys are having a lot of fun, man. You're you're kind of moving up in the ranks in a good way. I like what you guys are doing. It's getting better. It's getting good. Thanks, brother. Appreciate Thanks. That. Yeah, I I appreciate it. No, it, thank it, you, man. It's been it's fun hard. to listen to. You. It's been hard with this football season, you know. We finally came to grips with the fact that uh, none of that was working out. I had been on board with everything that was going on, but the reason why we had you on, Jason. Uh, what do you what do you what do you see as right now the the state of the franchise? Oh man, it's such a, all right. It's such an interesting dynamic because they're approaching it the right way. I mean, obviously by bringing in someone, I think actually Clark will know more than most about my thoughts because there are a handful of people. Clark, you're one. Matt of Atacola is one, and they're my cousin. There are a couple of other people where they get my everyday analysis of what I think about not just the Bears, but about pro football. And in this instance, I think I'm a little bit tired about hearing about the football czar, and I'm air quoting it because it's like, give me a fucking break. Like, czar, we don't live in this universe, but we do need someone who understands top-to-bottom football. At the very least, if you're not making the decision, you need to be guided in the right way on a decision. So... I was talking to several people, and Polian and Acorsi are 
always until the day we die in our time going to be the top two in terms of legitimate football guys, people you respect, people who are involved. And then you take it a step further, which is super cool. We've actually, you know, the NFL actually started an organization or, a, a, you know, someone who assists teams who are not only looking into coordinators, head coaches, front office staff, like they are, they've taken it on their own to really evaluate people who are the up-and-comers, the true up-and-comers, not the uh, media up-and-comers, which is amazing. And then and then they start another panel who does that for front office personnel. So, I mean, this is – it kind of makes it dummy-proof. Like, if your organization is truly willing to turn itself around and understand what it takes from a dynamic standpoint to – change how your organization works, you can look at these people's recommendations, people who've been doing this since the 40s through the 70s to now, some of them who were working as recently as five years ago, like a Corsi. Listen, so I'm not saying I've these guys are genius, but these are people who have actually done it, so it's fun because you know in league circles, they at the very least have people that they're, they're in the pulse. They're plugged in. Yeah. I I mean, and I'd rather have Grandpa Munster than some consulting firm doing it. But at the same time, you got. I mean, why can't they? It just seems like if I so if tomorrow somehow I own the Bears, okay, I'm not a great football mind. I mean, honestly, the X's and O's and stuff. I mean, do I really? Hell, don't sell yourself short. There's only a few, a small percentage of people in this world who truly get it. But if I'm running the Chicago Bears, if I own the Chicago Bears. I should be able to get just about anybody who's available to interview for that job, and I should be yeah. able to sit down in a room with them and, and find an understanding and find the most qualified or at least go on past experiences. Jason just said it. He said that the, this group of guys makes it almost dummy-proof. It, it, it is dummy-proof, but I feel like the Bears just want to go out there and prove that they can out-dummy the dummy-proofness. Is, is the Clark, way it's- I... I completely agree with you, but here's the problem, and it's, it's it's a step back. It's not – I'm saying that the people that we brought on, in theory, should make it dummy-proof, but we've got a leadership – you know what? The funny thing is I will not – I'm not putting George in that. I'm not putting him in the dumb leadership. I'm putting him in the, hey, man, thank God, because you know what he just did? He just cut loose close to $10 million yeah. to change the – the path of a franchise. So good for him, because at the very least, we have an owner who has some foresight. Because that's that's a starting point. The only right. way that a franchise changes focus and becomes a winning franchise is to bring on someone who understands winning culture and in that changes the culture of a franchise. That's what needs to happen. But, like, Phillips, you know what? Honestly, my girlfriend today, she said, hey, did the other guy that you wanted to get fired get fired? You know, because she doesn't truly know anything, but in all honesty, like, that to me, that to me is the key fire. I think yeah. Phillips needs to have no involvement whatsoever, but you know what? Like, we can spend three hours talking about that. So if we take a shift, like, let's take a shift, and you know what? Fuck. Phillips is involved in the hiring process, and George McCaskey absolutely should. No problem with that. The goddamn chairman and the owner should be in that room. And if you watch him speak, and if you watched that press conference, Phillips is embarrassed 
is interpreting what his mother, uh, you know, the surviving member of our charter franchise of the NFL, is embarrassed. It is what it is. I'm not trying to do that. She's pissed. We're not doing that. I'm just saying, you know what? She is pissed, and she deserves to be pissed. And so we've actually made a a good progressional step, but the key is going to be what do we do with that step, you know? And I'm glad that Accordis involved. That's huge because clearly those two together will never be able to make that decision in terms of a general manager and a coach. But at the same time, it's not like, fuck you, Phillips, and fuck you, George. No, it's more like these aren't football guys, man. These are family guys. I think Phillips, got a, he has secrets, man. That guy's clearly not going anywhere because he didn't get cut loose. So it is what it is. He's involved. I also but, feel like in going, you know, radio. The way radio works is, let's say you got a you yeah. got a morning show host who's been there for twenty, thirty years. He's a legacy mm-hmm. on a radio station. When he gets cut loose, they tend, you know, there's always the replacement, and they hype up the replacement. Everyone talks about the replacement. Right. Everyone's excited about the replacement, and then six months later, that replacement is fired because he's not pulling in the ratings the old guy was. He can't and, live but, up to frankly, the old guy. The yeah. audience just isn't as accepting. So then they go ahead and then they make the next hire, and by that point, people are so happy that they're not dealing with the guy who replaced the legend, they're more willing to accept. And I think that was part of the problem with Tressman and Emery. The the players, the organization, were very loyal to Lovey. Whether we want to admit it or not, they were. Oh, and I think that Tressman had a hard time case. controlling that team, and I don't think they ever really took him serious. And now that the, they, the Bears organization has shown, like, hey, listen, we're – we're serious, and we're going to bring in somebody serious now, and you guys better get your shit together or you're out of here too. I think people are going to automatically respect this new coach, and I think it's a, it's a fresh start. But if you get that fresh start and, again, you hire bad, well, then you're just setting yourself up for a long-time failure. You know what, Aldo? We actually long-term have a strange – long-term failure right now, and that, that's the scary part. We have part. a strange two-fold scenario right now, though. We have a scenario where – Oh my God, it's kind of weird. I mean, if you think about it this way, let's let's go back twenty years, ten years, five years now. In those times, regardless of who was coach, just picture throwing out the Raiders, the Forty ers the Bears, and any other uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons. Anyone who oh shit, if we go long enough back, the Atlanta Falcons didn't wasn't even a franchise. But if we yeah. go long enough back. I guarantee the Bears were never last. We are last now, and it's unfortunate, but you know what? I'm glad. I'm actually glad about this. Brian Billick did it. There are other people who I respect who are talking in circles about how we've got five jobs. Well, actually, no. Shit, Buffalo's open, so we have another job. And the Bears are dead last in terms of where – they think someone would want to go and work, not just from a coaching standpoint, but from a general manager standpoint. You know what? And I'm not going to lie. It's, it's nauseating. It's yeah. embarrassing. But it's well, something that we can actually use as a strength. I'm telling you, fuck them. I don't care. I really don't care because, man, being a Bears fan and being biased, I know that this is a good franchise. I know the potential here. And all of us as fans know the roster. It's one of those things where we need to get people who are super talented 
understand the roster and will come in and flip it and turn us into a winner. And it's not that hard a thing. You know it isn't. You've seen it happen at other franchises. It happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're dead last. I think, I think we're near the bottom. I think, we're, I think Buffalo, the Jets, and the Bears are all equal, and we are last. Those other teams, Oakland, um, and... Uh, I'm uh, just saying there are certain teams who are, or certain people who are putting us below the Raiders where ordinarily it'd be like, eh, but you know what the funny thing is? It's all about a quarterback, and Derek Carr, I guarantee, will be a Raider forever and yeah. played very well. He was great in college, and he's going to be great as a pro. We've, we're dealing with Cutler, like, and we don't know what we're going to get. Like, so, right. And, and that, we could do a whole other show about him, and I don't want to. But it's just – it's a very interesting scenario. And yeah. I, you think – and I'm, I think Cutler's going to be our starting quarterback next year. I think he should, too. Look at the free agents. Yeah, exactly. There's Honestly. nothing out there. So, I mean, yeah. you know, if you're if you're any if you're anything of a head coach, you're going to want the guy with the most talent, and that's Cutler. And now here we go again. Well, but it's going to be a one year yeah. deal, and I, I this coach is not going to be um, handcuffed to Cutler. I mean, it's going to this no. coach. You give this coach three to four years, and that first year is the only year you're going to be stuck with Cutler. I agree. You know, and this is something that's interesting too because. Most contracts don't allow for um, a cut, release, trade, other person pay clause. Like, that really doesn't exist in today's NFL. And, you know, if we're looking at it from a pure money standpoint, it seems insane to just cut him and take the beating. But at the same time, I mean, this contract, Cliff Stein, man, I don't care who is our coach. If they let Cliff Stein go, I might not be a Bears fan anymore. Like, jeez, I he is the absolute best in the in professional sports at contracts. Without now, question, this guy. If you don't know anything about him, I've met him. I did work with him when I was working on the Nike account. He is one of the smartest people I've ever been around. But Jesus Christ, for like the last ten plus years. We haven't even had a holdout. We've had one holdout. Otherwise, we lead the league in every draft pick signing before they have to. Like, this guy's a stud. Yeah. God, well, I'm we, still glad we have him, but... I don't think we're going anywhere. The, the office well, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. What what, as far as coaching candidates go, who, who are you liking? Who are you disliking uh, of the names circulating right now? All right, I was I was just going to ask you guys: Are you well after my rant about Cliff Stein because he's a badass? But like, um, we we are finally finally for the first time in a situation where we can actually make make a smart hire hire where we could do a front office hire and then a coach hire. Yeah. Uh, but if I had my way, and I I don't know if you guys, I, I started a new Twitter handle just because I. They had one that was so radio biased. I wanted to do one that was purely football, but I've been following only football people and talking to only football people. And the one name that I wanted did not come out today in Schefter's tweet about who we've requested interviews for. And I, I want to, I'm curious about you guys on this. So Chris Ballard, obviously that name has been, thrown around. Actually, that name was thrown around five years ago. 
I don't. I don't Ballard, like it. it. I know. I get it. I. I don't either. But you know what? My only problem is, I feel like all of us, all of us as Bears fans. But I'm not just talking about the meat, the meatballs. I'm talking about actual Bears fans. See that name and see that he worked for the Bears for 12 years and then moved on. Are I'm. I promise you, I'm in the same boat. It's like, ugh. This guy has history. We love history. We love the comfort. So let's put him aside for a second because I almost feel like I'm discounting him only because of his Bears history, not because of who he is or what he's done or what he could do for us. I think we're all we're all in the same boat on that. But yeah. I saw Schefter tweet about, you know, the five names of people that we asked permission for, which – was fine, but it, it bothers me because I know that you guys, are, Clark, you and I have been going back and forth about like who's getting talked about. The Fritz Pollard Alliance, I think, is pretty much my favorite organizational structure involving professional football because they represent the minorities, but in all essence, if you really, really look at who they represent, they represent the most talented people, not only in, in management, but in coaching. Like, these are Ferrari, who's the studs. Line, and it, it's, it's unfortunate that they have to have an alliance. Like, we all, I guarantee we all agree on that. It sucks because yeah. these yeah. people are so deserving of jobs. But, Jason, who do you like? <laughs> Newsom. Newsom? Honestly, Vince Newsom. Yep. He is. Unrelated to Ozzy, but I'm telling you, man, oh, like how long it's one of those things it? where you and I, or you, me, and Al, can have our favorite people. We can have just favorite right. people across the board. Yes. But it's one of those things where I want someone who has been a part of a winning organization in the last decade. Right. And so, there are people who are a part of the Packers, the you know the Ravens. The Patriots, like these are teams that don't lose. They don't lose. These are the personnel guys you need. And Newsom wasn't a part of that last list, with which frustrates me. Yeah, I yeah I don't know why he wasn't on that list. Uh, he, how long has he been working in Baltimore with uh, with with Ozzy? Not related, as you pointed out. Uh, I wondered that. I didn't. Twelve years, and before that, he was with the Packers. So yeah, yeah I'm not seeing a problem. Jason, not being a problem. What I'm saying here is, you look at these other franchises that get it done. You, you look at the teams yep. that are there year after year, and let's do what they're doing because they know something that is working. Yeah, but there's only about four franchises that get it done. I mean, just to say, just do it. All it, right, you it, know what? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's let's name the four in my mind. And I, actually, I'm curious what you guys think. I think you've got Green Bay. Yeah. New England. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. And Seattle. And then I'm going to put Pittsburgh in there as well. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. But, like, let's maybe maybe one of them are in and out interchangeable. But those are the five teams with their front office structures are impenetrable. They consistently produce winners, but come up with depth. And that's what we need. Not just us as a franchise. Every franchise needs depth. Christ, we all have to better through the draft. All right, what about head coaches? Who, who do you like? Who do you, who do you like as far as head coaches go? Head coaches? Ugh. 
God, this is tricky, man. You know what? I actually haven't. Is this the first show you guys have had? Have you guys even named one? Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. some. We talked a little Shanahan. But All right. Room, no, but uh, Al, 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 who's your guy? I'm curious. Uh, you know what? And I promise you, your answer is not affecting mine. I just I haven't listened to you guys, so I this is going to help me with this talk. Right now, uh, who's the, your guy? I used to be with the Texans. Uh, what's his name? Kubiak. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all right with Coob. I'm all right with Shanahan. I wouldn't even I would not even pout if it was the fat guy from the Jets. Yep. Okay. Carl. Clark. Carl. Wow. Carl. What was that? Hey, Justin. I'll tell you what, Clark. You tell me who you like, and then we're going to ask Carl who he likes. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, Justin, uh, I it, it's it's up in the air <laughs> right now. I love honest. you, buddy. To be honest, it, what? It, it's really up in the air with that. Um, I don't have an answer myself currently. I right. really don't. Uh, Kubiak, I don't know enough about him other than with the Texans. And then as far as uh, Rex Ryan goes, you can take it or leave it. I know I know the meathead wants him. I know they want him. But, and I might want him too. I don't know. No, but I really don't. Hey, let's work through this. Let's work through this. Honestly, like let's methodically work through this. So, uh, and I'm not doing the meatball pick. I'm saying honestly, if we don't honestly, if we don't interview Rex Ryan, I'm kind of going to be in shock. Yeah, just need because to everything that they want—a new identity, someone to come in and change the culture. Like, I mean, there's no one in existence who fits that bill more. The one problem that he has, and unfortunately, we don't, none of us, like the three of us, we don't know behind the scenes, we don't know general manager shit, we don't know uh, offensive coordinator shit, we don't know anything about what happened at the Jets because all signs point to him not really giving a shit about offense. I don't think that's the case, but I, I mean, like, we can all agree that we had a coach for nine years who did the same thing. Like, Rex has amazing defense. And what he will change the identity, that, uh, and the press will love him. But, man, Lovey, same thing. Like that, you get uh, Tedford. You get Lovey Smith's uh, offensive coordinator at the heart attack. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, we, we had that guy. I, and I don't have a problem with it, but I promise you, I want him. He would, he's my number one. He is, Rex is my number one oh, candidate wow. to come here. For a number of reasons, though. That's great. That's he, fine. He, he, he answers a lot of questions, but there oh, are question good. marks with him. If I have to do two and three, oh, God, that's really hard. Like, I, that, I think people want time. Shanahan for the wrong reasons. I won't, I won't pick him. Yeah. Um, I will, I'm okay with Adam Gase, and here's why. If anyone can make Tim Tebow a playoff-winning quarterback, because I know everyone's going to be like, oh, Peyton Manning's running up. And you know what? No, he's not. People who say that don't watch football, don't know football. So I don't have a problem with that. But I learned something today that made me really happy about uh, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator from the Seahawks. So I saw an article about a week ago about uh, last year's Super Bowl where Dan Quinn was said to read some 
papers about, uh, you know, what's going on with, with Manning, and he was looking at some tape and blah, blah, blah. So a buddy of mine who I really, really trust in NFL circles told me yesterday that Dan Quinn broke down and watched every snap that Manning has ever played for both franchises prior to the Super Bowl in that two weeks to understand tendencies, and then you see what they did to that offense, that kind of guy would not be pissed if he became our next head coach. Wow. Honestly, who does that? Seriously, like, that's awesome. And they owned him, and that's Manning. So it's not a bad thing. So I'm glad we're interviewing him. There you go. All right. All right, Jason, it's been a pleasure. We're going to have a lot more of these conversations. I'm hoping you'll be back oh, on. No, yeah. Are you going to come down down and watch the uh, the NFL draft with us? Oh, honestly? I yeah, will be, yeah. I, well, we can't do a live draft show, but let's do the night before show because I am going to that draft. And oh, no. Look, what, guys, I said, do you want to come watch it with us? I don't give a damn if we're talking oh, no. about it. I can go to no, it. No, no, let's, I, let's no. No, no, no. The draft show we did this past year was like some of the most fun I've had in forever. I loved it. I'm just saying that if any of us are able to come across those tickets, let's all go together. I could not think of people I'd want to be at the draft with more. That sounds good, brother. Uh, Tell Madison that I love her and I miss her. It's been a long time. (laughs) All right, buddy. You guys have a fucking great, great New Year's and a great night. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, Jason. Happy 2015 to you and yours. Thanks, Jason. (laughs) All right. Bye, buddy. All right, the great Jason Ferrari. There it is. It's giving, us some, uh, giving us some in-depth Ferrari. info. It's been a long time. We heard a bunch. And, I, you know, I want to talk about what we need to get down to business here, and we need to talk about – we need to get down to the business of it. Uh, we don't have much time left, but we got to talk about at least the football part of this. Yeah. The fantasy football part of this, Al. Oh, yeah. Is you, what you, we got to get into. You won. Congratulations. The, the championship. Uh-huh. Uh I won. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not here to brag. Or oh, anything. bullshit! You know what? Not only do you brag, you went there. You you uh, hijacked my Facebook. You what did sat I do? There. Every five minutes, there was a new post what was about I, your what was damn I saying? What was I doing? fantasy win. Asking You're you about what? Posting stakes everywhere. I mean, arguing. What? You a poor winner. You're a Al, piss poor winner. Al, I just want to recap real quick, and I want to. I want to. Uh, All right. Here on. it is, episode 95, right after the draft. Here it is, right after our draft. Here's Al Larcher talking about his team. Okay. If I do, if I manage my team right, and this is according to his, ninety nine percent chance I'm making the playoffs. Yep, a ninety percent if I do a good job, and an eighty one percent if I do a bad job. And I did it. In this year, of course, you did a sure. fine job. You made the playoffs. I just did. as it said, ninety percent. Now you would also use the paying service I to did. do this. Yeah, um, absolutely, and, scouts. And on that one, you had reasons to talk about it. And here they are. Here's why you used your paying service. The, the, the most success I've ever had in fantasy leagues is when I have paid for a drafting service. You did well. I paid somebody who you compiled did well. the information, breaks it down by tier and importance. So my draft board is different than everyone else's. So yeah. different. This generally leads to victories. I highly recommend spending, if you're in multi-league, spending the $5 to get something. You put, you go to that league, you go to that uh, that computer, you type in. You... Yeah. So, yeah. That's it, Al. I suggest it, too. What did that I mean, $5 get you? Just, what did that $5 get you in this league? Huh? How, how'd that do? I, I I won a lot of money this year in fantasy football. Al, and I was so excited to have the finals go. And then last week, it took forever. It took forever. You talked me into it. Well, hang on a minute. I, I want to talk about what your what your deal said about my team. Your odds of making the playoffs. 
You remember this now? Mm-hmm. With great it's been a while. management, <laughs> you have a you seventy-five percent chance of making the playoffs. You just said with great management and then laughed yes. at me because you you were all a jokey about it. Alert you. All, Alert uh, you. I don't even know if I'm going to do it. I can't. Oh no! It's it's so much work. Not only was I not not in first place the entire season, I won it all. Yeah. Even this little stake bet that you threw in at congratulations. At the end. Do you know what your computer told you? What did my and, computer And I forgot tell to me? grab the drop. I mentioned this earlier, dear, just before the show. Your computer had told you that you missed out on AJ Green because I took him. Yeah. And I don't know if you were paying attention to the last game, but it came down. I needed AJ Green to score five points to beat you. Yeah. For the uh, well, beautiful, the isn't that poetic? Aren't it you is. fucking Shakespeare over here? So we're gonna head over to Tango Sir, and Al, you're gonna you're gonna no, buy me. No, I, I don't think it's not Tango only did I win, Sir. I won the actual matchup. I think it is. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I get to pick the stake. Huh? I'm pretty sure I get to pick the stake. Well, let's go back to just a week ago on oh, the show, episode 108 here. Let's okay. go back. Let's use our all magical right. mind. Why don't you hijack my Facebook a Breathe more. really good. I'm not hijacking Facebook. I'm I mean, why don't you post this all over my walls and just Come keep on. going and going? You could shut me up, Clark Lawrence. You'll take it, my friend. You could shut me He'll up. You'll take it. All right. It is done. It is on. You know where you're going to be taking me to? You're going to take me taking me to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. All right. We're going to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. The greatest chain steak joint I've ever All right. Where's Ruth's Chris? gang thing? No. Ruth's Crip. I changed my mind. No, Hang on. I changed my mind. Oh, I was thinking Sizzler, but you know, I'm, because, a, right. I'm, I'm a pretty easy guy. You're Actually, projecting. Take me to a place I can't hear this. Tango, sir. There it is. You like that place. I like that place, too. Elijah, did, are you going to watch? There it is. You would agree. Tango, sir. Right there. No, you said you, Tango, nope. sir. And I and agreed then you to said, bet a steak dinner. Yep. You are in. All right, Clark. Here's what we'll do. I'll pick the date. We'll go. We'll get you your steak. We're going to do this. And mark your calendar. Get ready for this. June 9th of 2015, I'm going to go ahead. We'll take you to Tango, sir. Boom. I got your steak. You can't Done just, deal. You can't Done just, deal. You that can't, is it. You can't you, just double oh, so you're going to demand birthday. everything. You're going to you pick the whole thing. Double this into my birthday present. What are you talking about? Is that your birthday? You, you asked me right before the show when my birthday was, and you wrote it down on your piece of paper right there, Larcher. Yeah. You know that's my damn birthday. Okay, well, then You want to bring this up as part of your bit. I get it. That's no, cute. That's, uh, that's great. So uh, June 9th, I will take you out to a birthday dinner. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, a steak, a victory fantasy uh, dinner. I I don't know how the hell it happened. I I mean, I won. I don't know how I don't know how it went down. All right. Because you're like... You're like um, you remember the movie Forrest Gump? How he became a football success? That's enough. I mean, that's, you're kind of the Forrest Gump of fantasy football. Larger? That, that's beyond. Like, you, you, finally, you crossed my line. You, you crossed my line at Forrest Gump. No, it's, I mean, that's a good thing. You Forrest Gump mind. was a very successful man. It was a successful movie, yeah. He did well. Again, Tom Hanks. Successful actor. Michael J. Fox? God. What is he doing now? Nothing. Wow, you really have a hatred on Michael I, J. He's Fox. just not very good. Is it just people with Parkinson's? or is No, it, I, is I, people with Parkinson's are fine. Are, are they all are? Every, well, every, not, not Michael J. Fox, apparently. I, I mean, guess as not. far as with stature with me, I have no problem with people with Parkinson's. What do you They're some of my stature? best friends. Why do you have to say stature with you? I, because you put it out there. Like, I have something against people with Parkinson's. I don't. I love <laughs> Parkinson's people. What? All of them? Even the band. Come on. Wait, there's a band? No, is I like. I listen to too much Boys and Burns. I like the band. Is. Yeah, I do. The, the the Parkinson's people? No, the band. Uh, the weight. Oh, yeah. Take a load off, Annie. Manny. Manny. Manny? I think it's Fanny. Oh, Fanny. Yeah. No, I think so. Or it's off Annie. Does it matter? It's like Al Larger. It's the same. 
There's no difference. Archer and Larcher. Archer and Lar- Al Archer. Yeah, I know. It all blends. Oh, man. Well, it's been fun. Long night last night, right? Everybody yeah. had a long night. I'm, I'm this is New Year's Day. I'm, I'm exhausted. Everybody did. I did nothing, and I'm exhausted. I don't know what it is. <sighs> The uh, national championship, there's actual good sports that are going on now. Yeah. The got... semifinals are on while we're recording this here. So when's the final? Is it next week? Next Monday. Next Monday. So then okay. the, the second semifinal tonight, Alabama, Ohio State. Go Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh, Jim Harbaugh back to Michigan. The Michigan man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's a shame. He well, should be a Bears head coach. Wow. That would make everybody happy. happy. I'm pretty happy in him at Michigan, though. Why? Because I, I like the Michigan football program. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm a Michigan. How was that? What did you get your degree in over there? Uh, Science? Mm-hmm. What? Have you even ever been to Michigan? No. I mean, the state, I know. Oh, I've been to the state a have lot. Have you been to the campus? No. I'm not what, in college. Why are you, why I'm not going to go to Michigan? Why are you a 35-year-old man? Why, your lovely wife, U of I, why can't you be I've, uh, I've gone down there. Yeah, I have too. I'm yeah. a U of I supporter. It's a good state. I love this state. So you're a Michigan guy? Yeah. Really? Uh, the Bears' troubles have carried over to the Blackhawks and the Bulls. Well, I'm an Alabama guy. Bulls so. almost blew a lead the other night. They got a game tonight. Blackhawks lost in the uh, Winter, Classic. Winter Classic today. Too much glare. Second time. It was the glare was the problem. Very glary. I'm surprised they didn't cancel it. I would have canceled that game. They shouldn't count it in the record books. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to 109, the 109th episode of the Lights. Said that perfect. Nine is my lucky number. Larcher and Lawrence at Sports Show. Nine, yeah, nine's my lucky digit. Nineteen's my lucky number. Nine's my lucky digit. And on the ninth of June, you and I, victory stake for you okay. for winning your championship. Cool. Congratulations. I'd like to invite you to my birthday party. All presents welcome. It's going to be June fifth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come on over. Bring your gifts then, and then we'll go to this separate. Steak dinner on well, June 9th. I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I converted to, uh, I'm a Jehovah's Witness now. We don't celebrate uh, birthdays or anything. Lauren, thanks for answering the calls. Elijah, thanks for calling us again. Jason Ferrari, it's been a long time since we talked to you. We caught up. Yeah, we got him. That was good. If you want to follow this prick on Twitter, please do, at Larcher Than Life. And he's also on Instagram there. He is Al Larcher. And he's Clark Lawrenson. He's got, uh, where's Clark? Is that still where you're at? No, it's now Clark in Chicago. Oh, Clark in Chicago. Who knows? Does anyone know? Have a good one. No overtime tonight. It's New Year's Day. Have a good 20. Enjoy your year. Al? Goodbye, everybody. Peace and love.